Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, The Punisher has started filming and we have set photos. Doctor Strange is all but confirmed for Avengers Infinity War. And the initial projections have come out for the opening night screenings. There was an IMAX 3D preview that we didn't get to. Uh, I know. Get to. I was very upset. Go and see. And Marvel Studios has partnered with Save the Children charity for Hero Acts. Also, all that news. Plus, we'll be covering two episodes of Agents of Shield uh, and all of your feedback uh, because we've had all kinds of issues these last few weeks. So, but it's okay now. We're we're here. We're ready. Let's do this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll, and I am Jeff Randall. Oh, Jeff, it's so good to be back. God, we're professionals, man. So pro at this we're, whole not missing week thing. We're so good at schedules. We Well, this wasn't even schedules. This was pure technology failure. We, we sent out a little mini-sode about the fact that Hydra had attacked us and brought our computer systems down. Your computer um, system. We basically lost all recording capability the last couple of weeks, but um, I went out and uh, got a new computer. So hopefully... <laughs> Uh, this uh, horrible financial expenditure will uh, make sure that we have lots of podcasts coming for the future. Uh, we also, I'm also working on. We had already recorded a lot of episodes of Luke Cage, uh, and they are sitting on a hard drive that is right now being uh, picked over by forensic specialists, and uh, they're trying to recover the data. Man, that's rough. Okay, I just took it to uh, I break it, you fix it. You know that, that store. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to get it off. Oh, okay. That I call sense. them forensic specialists. They're really just like 19-year-olds that uh, they don't have, have a hard drive dog. They have a hard drive dog, yeah. Yeah. I've so, got, yeah, that's I've, what we're doing. I've got like three of those at work. Yeah, I didn't know how to... The, the big thing was, do you, you know you have to take the screen off of these things? Yeah, it's abysmal. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. It's, I, I, we, it's I, I use Macs. I have an iMac. And you have to take the screen. You have to use a little pizza cutter looking thing. To yeah. saw around the sides, and uh, even though I have years of pizza cutting experience, I did not feel comfortable doing that myself. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. So it's, it's a little different on this medium. We're back. We're we're back fully. We should be dropping episodes every day until we finish Luke Cage. So uh, yeah. we're back. Let's crack our knuckles and get it done. So the Punisher has begun filming. Isn't that intense? Wow, really? It's exciting, right? I had no idea that had begun filming. They that... already started filming. That's amazing. We've got set photos, one of wait, which... Wait, 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 wait. Defenders hasn't begun filming, has it? Nope. As soon as they finish... Oh, does that mean that Punishers is going to be before Defenders? I don't know. Because generally, they film know. them in the... in the, and So far, they have filmed them in the order they've... Release them. Release them, yeah. which could mean Punisher is going to be one of the Defenders. Just saying, throwing that out there. It's possible. All right. Although, in the trailer that dropped it at NYCC for Iron Fist, woo! By the way, oh, it's right. It calls him the final defender. This is the final defender arrives. Okay, so my theory is bunked. But that debunked. trailer is awesome. <laughs> that trailer is awesome. Anyway, the the set photos that we have show Karen Page in the Punisher series. Nice. Yeah. I am not surprised by that. I think she was a great her I loved her relationship with Frank in the in the show. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it um it you know it shows just them sitting in a uh, I think it was in a coffee shop. She's sitting across the table from him somewhere. And uh you know his hair is a bit longer and she's huh. Karen. So 
there's that. I don't know how I feel about Punisher with longer hair. I haven't seen that yet. That's awesome. Well, I, it's just it shows the amount of time that's passed since Daredevil two. Yeah, but I just imagine him as like a military man who keeps it high and tight. You know, I was I was thinking more like um, Punisher Warzone style. Cool, longish. That would be uh, that. That's acceptable. I I'd do say. like good warrior hair. Yeah. Often when I go to the uh, the barber to get my hair cut, I ask them for warrior hair. Okay. And they almost always tell me that that's not possible. The people who do that are like, uh, you know, set designers or like, like you know, makeup artists for movies. And it takes daily uh, care to make it look good like that. Yeah. But I still ask for warrior hair. <laughs> I just want hair that when I step out of the shower and shake my head, I just look like, I don't know, a Rambo. Oh, or I'm dumb. Aragorn. I said the wrong thing entirely. They're not sitting at a table. It's on Twitter. It's like, it's that. That's oh, the picture. Yeah. It's going in the photo stream. That's right. So you guys can see it too. Yeah, there's a there's photos in the photo stream. They're sitting on a park bench. Park bench. <laughs> not at a table. Definitely at all. has longer hair. That's that's rad, man. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. It's not Punisher Warzone style, but it's uh It's kinda of bowl cutty. Uh, yeah, it looks kind of just like he's let it grow from what it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, he's been deep under cover where there aren't barber shops. Right, right. <laughs> he's, I mean, we've we've seen what happens to barber shops in the MCU. No. Okay, we can't talk about that on this episode. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll have to. We'll have to. You'll hear our thoughts on barber shop things uh, in our Luke Cage coverage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> Other than uh, other than those set photos, there's been announcements of new casting for uh, for the Punisher series. One of which is Micro, because we were like, oh, "Yeah, nice. they're going to cast Micro." Who have they cast as Micro? So they have uh, they have cast Mr. Ebon. Wow, this is a name. Eben, Eben, yeah, okay. Eben Mosbachrock. Mosbachrock. Wow, that it's, is, it's that a is hyphenated a name. name. That is a serious name. That is, that is quite the name. Uh, he has been cast as Micro, a, quote, a former NSA analyst whose secrets may be of great value to Frank Castle. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the role is presumably based on the Marvel Comics character David Lieberman, a hacker and longtime ally of the Punisher, who's gone by the aliases Micro and Microchip. Um, it's, I'm curious to see if this is the same Micro that Daisy talked about in the second season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, I think it has to be. Even if we don't ever actually get that connection, um, I feel like it is. It's got to be. It's yeah. a hacker named Micro. Has to be. I mean, I guess that if you're going to name yourself a, a thing and you're a hacker, Micro might just be one of the things you come up with. But <laughs> a hacker on that level, you don't, you don't you don't name yourself a hack. You know, you don't name yourself the same thing. No, a hacker on that level calls himself Hacker Man, <laughs> like in Kung Fury. Yeah. He's going to hack you into the past. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, the other two people that have been cast are Ben Barnes from the Chronicles of Narnia. He'll play uh, Billy Russo, who is uh, is described as Castle's best friend from his days in Special Forces, but now runs a successful private military company called Anvil. Um, Billy Russo is actually the the um, street name, I guess the, the civilian name of... Jigsaw, who's a hitman for New York City's criminal underworld. Interesting. And, um, is kind of the Punisher's arch enemy. So I guess he's it, it might continue to focus on New York. Yeah, it's what it sounds like. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the third casting is Amber Rose Riva, who was in Indian Summers and Son of God. Uh, she 
is playing Dinah Madani, a Homeland Security agent who is vexed by Castle. Ooh. What kind of vexing? <laughs> Sounds sexy. I, I don't think sexy? so. No, I think it's just confused by... Is she sexed by Castle? It's, one of, it's likely one it's of those... It's only one letter different. Please stop. It's probably one of those like, oh, I disagree with you, but I can't... I, I can't no, argue I, with yeah. your results. I get it. I get it. Like Karen Page, or really even Daredevil was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't sexed at all. He wasn't. By, by Castle. It's not. Only he, vexed. Yeah. I'm just saying, there was a little tension between Karen and he. A so, bit. so I'm thinking that might be the case here, too. A little bit. I mean, no, we won't get into that. <laughs> so, um,. We talked about the uh, uh, we talked briefly about the Iron Fist teaser trailer that finally dropped at NYCC, which was so exciting. We got to see the tattoo yeah. on his chest, yeah, which kind of looks a little bit scarish, but you know, not I'm, as scarish as comic fans would like. Not as yeah, not true because it gets burned into his chest. But yeah. I'm okay with how it looks, and I'm okay with how this series looks. It looks so cool. They're going like full on glowing fist, mystical, not even holding back on it. Just, yeah, they're going straight for it. And I'm so down for that. <laughs> I'm so down for me, that. Me too, my friend. Me too. Oh my God. Okay. And, uh, and they, before NYCC, they put out a, uh, a small video on their, on YouTube, Twitter feed, basically just on the internet, uh, showing that there's a release date set for three seventeen seventeen. Which is the, I mean, it's the spring slot. That is not far away. It's not far away. It's where, it's when Daredevil came out both times. Okay. That same date range area. Makes sense. Yeah. Daredevil, ah man, I guess that means no Daredevil. Probably no Daredevil this year. Yeah, no Daredevil until after the Defenders. Defenders. Which is, we don't know yet, but. We're assuming... Should be the next... I mean, it sounds like Punisher might be after Iron Fist, then Defenders after that. We're assuming end of the year for the Defenders, because uh, from what Luke... Wow, They've been putting two together. From what Mike Coulter said... I, was a, I almost called him just Luke Cage. Right. He's Luke Cage. It's He's fine. He's Luke Cage. Yeah. He's earned it. From, <laughs> from what Mike Coulter was saying, <laughs> uh, Finn Jones goes straight from filming... Um, straight out of filming Iron, Iron Fist, Fist and into the Defenders with no break. Well, I guess seeing it, that it's a shorter series, maybe they'll catch up and surpass Punisher. Like maybe Punisher starts filming, but because it's going to be a probably a thirteen episode run instead of like a five episode run, I think is what they originally said about. I think Defenders. they said eight about okay. Defenders originally. Okay. Still, the, so may, maybe that's the case. Also, it seems like well they're shooting already. I was going to say it seems like maybe the pre-production on Defenders might be a little less because you've already got your characters and your costumes and your this and your that, but we're already filming on Punisher, so they're already done with the pre-production process. Yeah. It's exciting. Man. It really is. Just the the idea that we're going to get a a team-up Netflix series is so cool. You know what's even better than that? What's that? Sigourney Weaver is going to be the villain. Weird. I did not know that. No, that's awesome. That was that announced awesome. at NYCC. Cool. And I have been completely out of the loop because I haven't been on this podcast, and you. this is where you tell me about the news. <laughs> Matt, guess what's going on out in the world? Yeah, that's what this podcast really is. <laughs> it's uh, you tell me things that are happening, and I give my completely un, uh, you know, unadulterated feedback. Uh, I don't know what I was trying to say. I was trying to say I'm not an expert. 
Uh, right. My non-expert reaction <laughs> to all this stuff. A completely layman reaction <laughs> yeah, to all exactly. things. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a quality podcast, you guys. Quality. Yeah, yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> so uh, she came out on stage and they were like, oh yeah, she's going to be the villain. Woo! And they wouldn't tell us who she's going to play. Oh, of course not. Not Just yet. the villain. Uh, I'm actually a, lot... a little upset they even told us the villain because I kind of would like to... <laughs> <laughs> go in not knowing, you know. You really the way they're the way they've treated all these Netflix villains. It's kind of are they a villain? Do we, what do we know about them? I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm really interested in uh, finishing Luke Cage because we haven't because we've waited because we want to cast. God, it's honestly been so for you guys. Long. I know it's been a full week of not casting about oh, that thing. God, it's been horrible. It's been rough. Our, our, lives, our lives are rough. I physically hurt from this. Yeah, man. That may too. be the gas. <laughs> anyway. That's the Zaxby's. That's the Zaxby's. Yes. Um. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So, let's see. Um, you know who else is going to be in The Defenders? Who's that? Misty Knight. Oh, nice. I really like Misty Knight probably more than I should. I really like her name. So every time they're like Detective Misty Knight, it just sounds so like noir esque. Yeah, and it's just always, and she plays it so well. Uh, she plays this line of like she's sort of that noir cop, yep. but she yep. is also modern and real and uh, multi dimensional. Yeah, yeah, she's just great. She's yeah. just great. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, it was kind of confirmed, but. Like not like officially confirmed by her, she said. I think it's safe to say that I'm gonna be in the Defenders. So, you know, we that get is so rad. We get all the team ups basically that are like I'm gonna go ahead and call it. I'm gonna say that um, Trish Walker comes with Jessica Jones into <laughs> <laughs> into the the series. Uh, we're gonna get Electra probably in the Defenders. Ooh, you think? I, I'm betting. Huh? Because he doesn't seems... have any other like sidekick kind of people. Yeah, but I can't imagine them doing anything with Electra just because of the way they ended things with Electra. What if? What if she comes um, back? That's true. To... Unless the Hand is the main villain of the Defenders. Yeah, she comes back which to is very be possible. his sidekick, or or <laughs> or to work with Sigourney Weaver. Or yeah, yeah. Um, if Sigourney Weaver has something, to, uh, yeah, it just really, really depends on what happens in Iron Fist. And what, like, Iron Fist might end with whatever threat in the Defenders. Like, that would be a. An, have you ever seen. I don't even want to spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. The okay. end. I was going to okay. say the end of Angel, the show, the television show. So, anyone who knows what that is, this, kind of, this idea reminds me of that. But I would love to see them end Iron Fist without a resolution, with like a, like a huge army descending on him. And then, like, just j- go straight to the defenders. And then it's like the big threat has been revealed through the actions of Iron Fist in in the Iron Fist season one. And then, like, whatever that threat is has to be put oh, down by all like, four of them. Like uh, the rest of the series were just like cogs being put into place. But then his series was a cog being put into place, and then the the turn to get them all going. Yeah, yeah. Like leave us on like a oh my gosh. Is he going like, to perish? They haven't done a they haven't done a cliffhanger season yet of a Netflix show, and that would be interesting. <laughs> that would be so crazy. Uh, I couldn't handle it. I wouldn't be able to handle it. It's too much. I can't yeah. handle it now. Can't handle the thought. So um, let's move on down. Uh, we got. Uh, I talked about. It. I mentioned it briefly. 
there are initial projections for the opening weekend of Doctor Strange. Or, sorry, Mr. Doctor Strange. <laughs> Mr. Doctor? Have you... Doctor Mister, no, no. Have you seen that uh, that trailer? Uh, yes, 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 I have. Because um, Casilius doesn't understand, you know. So he's just like Mister Doctor, Mister Doctor. No, it's strange. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's good. <laughs> I love that. All I love these. Tra- that line. There's so many trailers coming out right now, and I guess it's the fact that New York Comic Con happened. Yeah. Uh, but that combined with the fact that we were a few weeks away from a movie. A movie release, oh, a Marvel way, movie. Just purchased my ticket for the seven o'clock IMAX showing. Yeah, the seven o'clock. Yep, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do that one too. I gotta get it. I'll get it tonight. That way we can go together and we can cast right after. We should probably go ahead and just bring a uh, a phone and cast during. <laughs> I don't just think our they, reaction. I don't think they they would like that. Yeah, we can yeah, cast we'll, immediately. We'll after just though. be live tweeting our own like. <gasps> Oh my. oh my god, I can't believe he did that. Magic things. <laughs> Teach me. <laughs> so Teach me. <laughs> Doctor it's, Strange is projected still, currently. It's still a movie, Jeff. It's still a movie. No. Teach me. <laughs> uh, it has to be real. Marvel is outside my window. They said so. Yep, that's, that's what they say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to Deadline, Doctor Strange is currently tracking to make between fifty-five million and seventy-five million, just from the domestic box office in its opening weekend. That sounds that sounds reasonable. I mean, advanced tickets uh, went on sale Monday, October tenth. So you know, hasn't been long, <laughs> and they're just like, no, it's gonna do pretty good. This is a news story that I heard about, uh, and I don't know if you have it in our news rundown, but. Did you hear that it was revealed that um, Doctor Strange is happening? It is revealed in the movie that Doctor Strange occurs. Doctor Strange was... <laughs> Take your time. The events of Doctor Strange go back to Iron Man 2. I haven't seen that at all. I saw that on a news report somewhere. I think it was uh, revealed in the 15-minute uh, thing we didn't get to go to. Oh, uh, yeah. It's revealed that, I guess, the story... I guess maybe he's while he's a surgeon or whatever is happening during Iron Man 2. So like we're going to get to see how his, somehow we're going to get an interaction between whatever's going on in his world and and the events of Iron Man 2, which I found which is the that's Fury's big week, right? Yeah. So like that's it's another one happening during Fury's big week, another movie. Oh, Jesus. Of course, I don't think Fury's going to be in this one, but Yeah, probably not. Still, it's kind of awesome. It's yeah. That's kind of really crazy. And it, it makes sense, though, because in, uh, in uh, The Winter Soldier, Sitwell talked about Stephen Strange being Absolutely. a possible threat. Absolutely. Um, there's that and just the fact that I assume where he's going to join as a fully fleshed out Doctor Strange. He's going to join the Avengers in these coming fights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's been confirmed. He's going to be in yes. Avengers Infinity War. My point is, it's going to take years of training, so it's good that they're starting him out in the MCU earlier. And I just love the... It's not even fan service. It just shows like a love for the content. Yep. A love for the Marvel Cinematic Universe when they do these like uh, connections to other movies and these just small drop-ins. Just I just love it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so that confirmation came from Benedict saying that it's hard to schedule everything or it's hard to to make a schedule with him downey jr and hemsworth and 
you know, like and and just started. Oh yeah, name I'm sure it is. Like that. And it's like I'm sure oh, it is. But when you you're paying the Avengers, them, when you're paying them that much money, they can make it work. Yeah, you're gonna make it work. <laughs> it's, it's so hard to schedule the biggest movie of all time that like you're all. Of course, you're gonna make it work. You know. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, um, the Wasp. Evangeline Lilly will not be in Avengers 3, Infinity War. Really? But she is going to be in 4. Okay. Um, she confirmed recently that um, that she's going to be in 4. They're saving the reveal of the Wasp for their movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That makes sense. When and, does uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp fall? Does it fall between 3 and 4? It does. Okay, that makes sense. It does. And it, so she can be in 4. It's going to be in July in between them. That's interesting because it it sounds like... We won't end on a cliffhanger. Like, the events of... It's, I think it means that we will. Like, something happens to the main Avengers team, and then the B team has to come in to save them. Maybe. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. That's that's very possible. What I mean by a cliffhanger, it's not like... It doesn't sound like Avengers 4 is going to pick up exactly where Avengers 3 left off. It sounds like Avengers 3 is going to happen. Then the events of Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel. Are going to happen. And Black Panther. And Black Panther? Are all between those? No. No. There's only three in that one year. Sorry, Black Panther comes out. Before three. Before three. Wow, that's so soon. And then. This is all a year and a half away. Yeah. Yeah. God. And Captain Marvel comes out. Before four, Spider Man is next year. Captain Marvel comes out. Let's see. yeah, it's Black Panther early in the year 2018, and then Avengers in May, and then Ant Man and the Wasp in July. I can't even handle it. I can't even handle it. And then it. Captain Marvel in February of the next year. This, when we started this podcast, it was like six months in. They dropped all this news. And we were like, "What?" <laughs> we were like, "Let's cover this Marvel Cinematic Universe that we, we know, you know, we know, we know they're going to do other Avenger movies and another Iron Man or whatever." And then it turned out, oh, here's ten movies all at once, and it, it just seemed like such a uh, distant future. When we were talking about it. It's almost here. And they're all coming so soon now. Next year starts the three movies a Goodness. year rotation. I know. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. It's awesome. All right. So, uh, let's see. We've also got a whole bunch of upcoming shows. Because you remember the Runaways TV series has yeah. been announced. So, uh, one of the writers from Iron Fist, uh, Tamara, or Tamara. Interesting. Be- Beecher, Becker. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. B-E-C-H-E-R. Uh, she has signed on for the Runaways TV series. God, and Spider-Man. Oh, sorry. Spider-Man actually wrapped filming recently. Uh, the th- oh, third, awesome. ten days ago, uh, they announced that they have wrapped filming. Um, there's still going to be some, you know, pickup shoots here and oh, there. Oh, sure. Yeah, they all um, do. They always do pickup shoots now. Yeah. yeah. Every every big budget <clears throat> superhero movie does pickup shoots. But uh, the, the head of Sony said to uh, stay tuned that there will be news not too far from now, not too long, on a Spider-Man spinoff film. Oh, wow. Yep. I wonder No confirmations on anybody. No confirmations on anybody. And also, I don't think there's... uh, There hasn't been really confirmation on how Marvel and Sony are going to treat the spinoff films. Yeah. Uh, When I I, early on in the process, there were some reports that even though Marvel would be heavily involved in the Spider-Man movies and Spider-Man would be crossing over, uh, they wouldn't be giving the same control over their side films, which yeah. would be dumb. It would be dumb. It would. I also understand it in a way because it's like, I think 
once Marvel has three movies a year, that's a pretty big slate for any company. Yeah. yeah. Any studio to be producing that many. I mean, many. it's Disney, though, so... Sure, sure. They've got the resources. They have the resources. It's just a matter of the quality. You yeah. know, you want to get the best people, and there are only so many of the best people. <laughs> um, oddly enough, there's a limited number of best people. Yeah. Well, I guess technically you just... Sl- but slowly you move down that ladder of best until you're... You're getting into the uh, not so great, but there are definitely people out there who could make wonderful content for Marvel. Uh, but but just keeping it all, we we know they've had a hard time holding on to some directors yeah. and things because you gotta. It's a it's they, a it's a quite they, a, it's a task. They worked Joss Whedon to the bone. Worked Joss Whedon to the bone. They scared off Edgar Wright. Like they uh they they, they it, it's hard to be a director for Marvel because yeah. You have to appease the future films, the past films, and make a great film. <laughs> like, it's just not easy. So it's not an easy task. So far, they've done well, though. Absolutely. Um, speaking of future films, there have been a couple of casting announcements for Black Panther. Nice. Yep. Uh, Winston Duke has been has been cast as Mbaku, who is uh, Manape in cool. Black Panther. Uh, kind of, uh, not kind of, but definitely a villain. Of the Black Panther, um, yeah, kind of like wants to be the leader of Wakanda, wants to take over, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, though, also love Forrest Whitaker, has joined the Black Panther cast as Zuri, who's been described as an elderly statesman of Wakanda. That's um, rad. No real information on on him other than that. Um, and other than this new charity, that's about all I got on news. You yeah. want to hear about this awesome charity that yeah, Marvel started tell us, up? Tell us about the charity. Uh, Hero Acts is the name of the new charity initiative. Um, it's going to be a partnership with um, between Marvel Studios and Save the Children, or I'm sorry, the Save the Children organization. Uh, for every fan who uploads a picture of themselves striking a heroic pose, Marvel Studios will donate $5. Uh, it's gonna, the charity event will run until the end of the year until, or until a maximum of $1 million, 200,000 photos, has been met. Uh, the charity partnership was announced in a video featuring uh, where Bene- uh, Benedict Wong is going to be, or was clarifying, rather, Wong's role in the film. Uh, you know we can make it to 200,000. Oh, yeah, easy. Oh, uh, easy. You can upload your heroic poses to marvelstudiosheroacts.com. And share the images using the hashtags, hashtag Marvel Studios and hashtag Hero Acts. And how, what, where does the money go? Uh, the money is going to the Save the Children organization for uh, this, I guess, this uh, initiative. Cool. I yeah, don't, it will actually, Save the Children specifically sounds Specifically, though, vague. sorry. <laughs> specifically, um, all the money donated by Marvel Studios will go toward providing reading materials for children in Nepal, Haiti, and the United States. Sweet. I'm on board. An estimated 120,000 children will be aided by these donations. Just save the children. Sounds super... Uh... Well, I mean, they, they have a few initiatives to save children, you know. Yeah, exactly. It just sounds sounds super vague. It sounds like the kind of thing you could just say. Yeah. If you want to make up a charity. Save uh, the children. Save the children. Put some money in my cup. Save the children. Save the children. <laughs> you can walk around save saying that. Save the children from having a horrible life. Put a bullet in this gun. Oh, gosh. What? That's horrible, Matt. Why would you say that? You're right, man. I really should have kept my mouth shut. You, yeah. <laughs> Stow it when you got thoughts like that, sir. How <laughs> <laughs> have we run down some of this feedback? People, All right. People so. send in some other news stories and stuff, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nathaniel Muzzy said, uh, haven't gotten to watch Like Cage yet. 
Uh, but this is interesting. <laughs> Keep in mind, it takes around a year for these to come out. So look for Punisher fall slash winter next year. Yeah, I'm assuming I think that's talking about uh, the Punisher. Punisher starting filming. So yeah, about a year till Punisher. Yeah, and uh, Nathaniel Buzzy also said to us on Facebook, "Iron Fist trailer comment hyphen looks great." I was hoping that the dragon tattoo on his chest would be more of a brand or have some scars around the edge, since in the comics it is burned in. Pretty stoked anyway. I love Danny Rand. Yeah. You are correct to love Danny Rand. That's the right reaction. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm excited. Oh, my goodness. So much. Oh, it's great. Uh, J. Scott Sinclair uh, sent us a tweet. Or, well, tweeted, I guess, a story. Huh. Uh, apparently, Kevin Feige says Marvel has plans to do something with hashtag Blade at some point, but it's not going to happen right away. Ooh. It's kind of a big deal. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, actually, at uh, at NYCC uh, said that um, Marvel does have something in the works for Blade, uh, but didn't elaborate any further. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I think Blade would be a great addition to all, especially the Netflix universe. I yeah. Think, but I feel I feel like that's kind of the way with all of the things. I'm like, you know where that would fit well? Really great on Netflix. That'd be really good on Netflix. Let's just turn every property from Marvel into a Netflix thing. Yeah. That way we just, it's just like the comics, right? It's just like in the comics where there's a series of comic books and they all intertwine yeah, every man. now and then in these big crossover events. Like, we could have Secret Wars, which is going to be an animated thing. Holy crap. Oh, yeah? There's going to be an animated Secret Wars and Agent Carter is going to be in it. Voiced nice. by Haley Atwell. That's awesome. That's great. <sighs> I'm Sorry. down. That I'm was down. <laughs> like, when I read about that, I was like, animated's not our stuff, but that's so cool. <laughs> Like, she's going to be back as Peggy Carter. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Neil Noble Pattinson said to us on Facebook, for those who, like me, were disappointed that Suicide Squad beat the Guardian's August opening by such a large margin, on Saturday, day 66 in theaters, Suicide Squad had officially made less money at the box office than Guardians of the Galaxy had by day 66. Yeah. MCU wins. Hashtag beat Bay. <laughs> I mean, beat everything. Just beat it. Our, our first episode was hashtag beat bay because we wanted Guardians to do better than everything. Because Guardians is just the best movie. It's just the best. You know that, right, Jeff? Is, it, is that like if you look up a definition for best movie, it's, it's going to be just a picture of Chris picture. Pratt with his shirt off. <laughs> and with orange goo all over him. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> That makes sense. I mean, that that sounds reasonable. Tracks, right? That tracks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cargo Manshark said to us on Twitter, Adams, you cast, please tell me you're trolling. After correctly placing the mayor in season four, you say that's when we had glory? Ouch, it hurts. Sorry. That's that's on you, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, uh, yeah, that's right. Season four was the initiative. You're right. Uh, I already had a few people get back to me on Twitter about that. <laughs> I uh yeah it's it's been too long I um guess you need to watch it again I do I do it's time to rewatch all of it last time I rewatched was when uh started dating uh, Alyssa my current girlfriend and it's like a prerequisite if you're gonna date me you have to watch all of Buffy so <laughs> with I me. made her watch it all well you know I just happened to be around and so I watched a lot of it <laughs> <laughs> just happened to be around was um was it on Netflix 
Uh, it is on Netflix and oh. probably Hulu as well. Oh, so what you're saying is if uh, if somebody wants to date you, they could, in fact, or no, it's a requisite to uh, Netflix and chill. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, I'll uh, I'll spread the word. Deneff <laughs> uh, said to us on Twitter at MCUcast. Please, no political ads. I go to my podcast to get away from that crap. Oh, this I'm glad Deneff brought this up. I actually had not. I didn't know this was going on, but apparently. Uh, the, our host, Blog, Blog Talk, Talk Radio, Radio, has been doing uh, political ads on our feed. Uh, uh, we have no control over those ads. It's all the hosts. Uh, th- they do all our hosting, and they put all the ads. Up till now, it has, that has not been a problem. We do not express political beliefs on this show. I, I think some were Trump and some were, I had complaints from both sides. Like, why are you putting Trump ads? Why are you putting Clinton ads? Like, I don't know what's going on, but... uh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we we do we we don't have control over the ads. We apologize. Yeah, we are completely uh, not a political podcast. <laughs> a request has been put in though by to, to not by do Charles ads. to Blog Talk to not do political ads on any of the giant size team up network right. shows. I don't know if they, they have the I don't know if it's going to be a thing that or not. <laughs> if that's going to go anywhere. But a request has been put in. That's good. Um, so we're trying not to have political ads. Yeah, the the way the way the uh, the blog talk is very interesting. Uh, y- the ads that go at the beginning of our show change for every download that comes out. Really? Yeah. So every person that it doesn't automatically put an ad at the front of our thing. It like if you download it multiple it pulls times. From a pool. Well, if you download it multiple times, sometimes it attaches a different ad. That's weird. And I think it can even it even uses whatever Google AdSense or something, some one of those, you know, ad trackers and can like algorithmic things. put content that you specifically would like or not like. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's been six months since you've looked at strollers. Now you should be looking at diapers. Yeah. So the internet's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what I really hate is when I buy something and then I get ads for that thing for like the next six months. Yeah, like I already bought it. I yeah. don't need ads. I, I bought uh, exactly. Like, quit sending me this crap. It's a one-time buy. I don't need it. Thank you. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. Yeah, same. Same. Because I buy too much things. (laughs) Uh, Nathaniel Musty said to us on Facebook, if people are looking for amazing comics, you must read the current Tom King run of The Vision. The first trade is out, and it ends soon at issue 12, intentionally limited run. The first trade may be the best comic I've read, period. Cool. Good comics. I like it. Joey Kazina said to us on Twitter, at MCUcast, have you heard about the backlash that Luke Cage is getting regarding it being racist against white people? Could you please discuss? Um, <laughs> I haven't seen, we haven't seen the whole thing yet, uh, but I don't think it's racist. <laughs> That's my take. Yeah. I, I mean, did, I did find the one moment, well. Stay black. There's a. Uh, was it that one? No, 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 no. That was the first episode, wasn't it? Uh, I yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it there, was. There, <laughs> there is one turn. We'll talk about it in our Luke Cage episode. I apologize. I should put that in the Luke Cage feedback. Uh, but yeah, it's um, I don't. I just don't see it. It's just not racist. <laughs> it's hard. It's it's an all black cast, but that's like or the majority of black cast. It's a majority black cast in like set in a majority black neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, it, it that's the world, and it's not. It's not like. <laughs> All the heroes are black, and all the villains are white. It's a, like a, quite a mix, and like there's the heroes and villains. They're all black. It's fine. <laughs> I don't see. Why. I just don't see the problem. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Fej says to us on Twitter at MCU Cast. Just so you know, you guys don't ever need to say my tweets on air if you don't want to. Lol. 
Uh, he had a lot of other tweets, but I felt like that was the most important. Oh, thank so you. So I left all the other ones out, but uh, <laughs> I just wanted to include that one. <laughs> like, we heard you were not saying anything else well, other nothing, than the one. Nothing on the air, Fez. Just, uh, just so you the know, Fez. you guys don't have to say my tweets. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we, we do tend to use most of the tweets that come in. If we get a bunch of tweets that say the same thing, or we just have too many, sometimes we filter. But... For the most part, if you send us feedback, we like to throw it on the air. Yeah. Uh, generally, we don't throw things like that on the air. I just thought that was particularly funny to do. Um, <laughs> it's ironic. Yeah, it's, it's, I thought it was ironic. Yeah, we don't have to, but we're going to. Yeah, actually, you probably do have some other feedback in here, the Fej. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Nathaniel Muzzy said to us on Facebook, Does anyone know if this date has actually been confirmed? I don't remember covering it, but it does seem to be about the right time. Talking about the 317 for... Three seventeen seventeen for Iron Fist. That has been confirmed. That it was is on confirmed. the, the yeah. official uh, channels. All of them. All of them. <laughs> Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, <clears throat> just thinking about the MCU in general, are Spider-Man and Daredevil the only ones with secret identities? Could you think of anybody else? Um, Luke Cage? No. He's Luke Cage and he's technically not Luke Cage. Oh, you know that's sort of a secret identity. He's Carl Lucas. He's like he's a long-term secret identity sort of thing. <laughs> it's the long con. So, so that I don't know if that really counts, but uh, well, um, currently, no, I don't think there's anybody else. Um, but Danny Rand does lead a dual life. Cool. I, I'm, I'm as much as I got kind of tired of that dual duality on like. Because if I feel like forever it was done poorly on like the CW, yeah, um, the whole duality it just like starts to feel like just tell people you're Superman, Clark. Come on, like tell your best friend. <laughs> like, like what's gonna stop you from like what's gonna stop anybody from doing anything at any time to you and failing? Right, and it's like season seven, and your best friend still doesn't know, and you still act like it's a big deal when they walk in the room and they barely missed you putting out your away your suit or something like. <sighs> Like that kind of stuff gets on my nerves. So I haven't been too upset about them not having that dichot, that like double life uh, thing. But I kind of, I kind, I kind of look forward to it. <laughs> like little, little flavor, little well, flavor being introduced more into the MCU. Yeah, I look, I look forward to it in the Spider-Man sense because they did it right and they made it funny. When uh, in Civil War, when you know Downey Jr. is poking at the ceiling and absolutely, like, you know he finds the, <laughs> he finds the suit like. <laughs> That whole sequence was just hilarious when he like grabs it really quick and just throws it. And says, no, I don't know what you're. What are yeah, you? What, what are you talking about? What no. is the thing that you mean? Because it's not up there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Yoda Hugh said to us on Twitter at MCUcast, "Do you think Marvel should make Iron Man four or just have RDJ appear in other films, a la Civil War and Spider Man?" It's a good question. Um, yeah, I would love to see an Iron Man four. I don't know if we're ready for it yet. I feel like Iron Man could be kind of a background character for the next 10 years in the MCU. That's the thing. There's... And then do like an old man Iron Man. like <laughs> Old Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa Tony. Be awesome. His, he has like... He his has Iron a... Man suit comes with a walker. You know, he used to he used to be able, be able to pee in the suit. Now he has to every 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> My suit always smells like asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you eating so much asparagus? <laughs> Because I'm old. I, I I I love. I mean, he's already on up there for a superhero in a superhero movie. 
RDJ was already old when they cast him. Yeah. Um, but I just, I just, I just love Tony, and the more Tony on screen, the better. Yeah, for but me. Here's here's the thing though, like we've got all these new characters coming out, and all this new content that's coming out. You know, Doctor Strange sure. and Captain Marvel, the Inhumans, and and um, you know, Ant Man and the Wasp and Black Panther, like all these new people. And then there's all these other properties that can come out. You know, like Squirrel Girl, and um, and and there's the possibility of all of these other Spider Man spinoffs. Like all oh, of this yeah, can happen for sure. And that's a lot of movies to make, like you said before. So, because Iron Man is already such an established character with three movies behind him, three solo movies behind him, along with Avengers, Avengers Two showing up in uh, in Captain America: Civil War because that's like Avengers Two Point Five. Yeah, um, like he's got such a, a deep following and, and a, a deep rich history. He can just kind of be in all of them, especially with the, the world going forward being so crossover heavy and, and having the potential to be so crossover heavy. He could just show up at oh, any time and he probably will. I think he will. And I don't say that he shouldn't be in it. I would, I just like Tony Stark on screen so much yeah. that if he was in every minute of every Marvel movie, <laughs> I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> Um, but I know that's un uh, that's impossible, as Ralph would say from The Simpsons. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's just really I just love him on screen. So if they made another one, I wouldn't be upset at all. I'd really yeah, like it. No, I would go mm-hmm. see it over and over again. But the more the more he's in, the better. Really, yeah. just the more he's in, the better. That's all I ha- all I have to say about Tony Stark. Just put him in as much as you can. Um, it's just every time he's on screen, it's magic. Like I just, it's great. It's really great. Like he was magical in that in that political ad. The place that I liked him the least, which makes sense because he's kind of the antagonist, was uh, Civil War. And I think it's just I like a good, I like a good mood Tony. Yeah, I really like a good mood Tony. He was upset a lot of it. And toward the end, when he's like refusing calls from the general and stuff, it just so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's so he good. got back to being like peppy and and fun yeah he did he kind of came back to the light side at the very end i really want more of that light side tony yeah yeah uh yoda hugh also said to us on twitter uh at mcu cast hashtag directors 2016 hashtag make shield great again (laughs) okay uh that's silly uh, not political. Yeah, not political funny. at all. We're going to actually any political ads that we do are going to be uh talking about Shield and make, you know, make Shield great again in the director. Go Jeffrey Mace. Quote unquote guilty said to us on Twitter. Congrats on starting season 3 Adams you cast exclamation <laughs> mark. Starting and immediately not being able to fulfill uh yeah. a number of episodes. Yeah, we're so, doing great. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you, quote unquote guilty. I've been listening to some quote unquote guilty, by the way, and I love it. Uh, quote unquote guilty is an awesome podcast. Y'all should all check it out. Yeah. Jeff was on it. It was fun when I was on it. I talked, I talked about Battlefield Earth. I'm still embarrassed by liking that movie. Yeah, it's, it's about the show is about guilty pleasures. Yep. So someone comes on and they talk about their guilty pleasure movie or thing, you know. Whatever. Oh, but is it? I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was movies. I, th- I think it's it's movies and stuff. Cool. Um. I may be just talking out of my butt. Cool, know. cool. Well, yeah, I, I, I like to have enjoyed it a lot. It's cool. Uh, he followed up with Adam's MCU cast. Will Jeff recite the opening prologue to the CW Supergirl for me? 
<laughs> I've never seen Supergirl. Um, yeah, but it's probably on the internet. Just like look I mean, up, it, it will be. Look up the prologue. It is. Uh, I just and, I want to do it right. Oh, okay, so maybe next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, next God. week. Next week. <sighs> okay. Quote unquote guilty has been providing us with lots of great content uh, for the listening. So. You gotta uh, really do this one right should, for them. Should we do this on like a Patreon kind of thing? Like, <laughs> well, when, when if we you ever put, if you if pay we ever take the time to set up a Patreon, we will do that. If you pay this uh, amount, Jeff will say anything you want. Actually, that's that's a pretty good perk. I like that. <laughs> um, you just gotta make the request, and he'll make a video. Did you ever watch Doug Loves Movies? No. Or listen to. I'm not no. to watch. Uh, it's a podcast. <laughs> watch the bar go across the screen. <laughs> it's a podcast where uh, at the end of it, the consolation prize, uh, a, a, a a a winner, a, a audience member always wins. Yeah. But the, all the other audience members who lost that were in the running, uh, the consolation prize is he will call anyone a shithead. Yeah. <laughs> and so he just has a list of people that people have turned in that have lost, and he goes. This person's a shithead, and this person's a shithead, and this person... Yeah, it's just it's funny. That, that's cute. Uh, let's see. What's up next? What's up next? Yoda Hugh said to us on Twitter, at MCUcast, Mike Coulter's on hashtag Sunday brunch and is stuffing his face with all the food. Seems like a really nice guy. No. I don't see how those are related, but uh, neat. What, neat. stuffing your face and being a nice guy? Yeah. We're jolly as fat men. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I drew that connection right away. <laughs> Nailed it, you know? Nailed it. Let's see. uh, Computer King said, could you guys please add links to the things you watch on the show? Uh, Like the Luke Cage teaser in this episode in the show notes so it's easier to find them. That is a great idea. That is a great idea. We're uh, we're professionals. Yeah. We're definitely going to do professional things. We love doing this podcast, but we're very busy and we we don't... uh, Think. I don't put a ton of work into the... uh, um, The the descriptions of the episodes. A lot of times it's just Matt and Jeff talk a while. Send. Um, <laughs> if you've looked at our thing, you know I'm not lying. Yeah, <laughs> but I will I will I will endeavor to do that. Uh, Jeff always has, generally has the links for me anyway. So if you'll yeah, send me the yeah. links, I, uh, I'll put them in the thing. I put them there mostly for my benefit. But yeah, we can. <laughs> We can, yeah, we can add those in. Yeah, that'd be uh, cool. Good see. idea, Computer King. Computer King. Uh, Sharice Croft said to us on Twitter, at MCUcast, hope it is fixed soon. Secretly slightly glad as I've not been able to watch Luke for a couple of days and can catch up. Okay, yeah, you can catch up because we are... We're back. We're hopefully going to drop episode five tomorrow. Hopefully. Um, really, really, really hoping the... Uh, if 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 we can't drop episode five tomorrow, we're probably going to go ahead and drop episode eight, and then eventually, when those lost episodes are recovered, we will drop them. <laughs> MCU cast the lost episode, lost files of the <laughs> MCU cast. Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. We got if we got feedback specific to this week's episode. I think it it's time like. to talk about Shield. I we're, think it's time. We did it. We made it. We we talked to all, all all this other feedback. All Let's talk stuff. about some Shield. Uh, first, let me say that we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with Forty Five Magazine and a proud, a damn proud member of the <laughs> Giant Size Team Up Network. If you want to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast dot com at mcucast on Twitter, facebook dot com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail dot com, or call us at five seven three cast mcu. That's right, five seven three cast mcu, and you. Your voice could be heard where my voice is speaking right now. All those ears, all those ear holes for you. It's a great advertisement. 
Call us five seven three guest MCU. Um, yeah, so now let's talk about some Shield. Uh, th- we we didn't get to do an episode last week because computer crashings. Um, so we've got two episodes to talk about. We got lots of feedback. We'll probably let the feedback guide our way. But first, uh, what are you thinking? I guess just of this season, really, so far. Because last we talked was our first viewing of the. Uh, by the way, full spoiler alert. Uh, three, two, one. Robbie Reyes. Yeah, Robbie Reyes. That wasn't really a good spoiler. I'm uh, sorry. I wasn't you really, ready. You really should have worked harder on that. I wasn't I ready. I gave you like 20 minutes uh, advance notice. Uh, and you, you, did, just, you just said. You did kind of harp on about the, the voicemail thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Robbie Reyes. <laughs> so. That's my favorite part of this season so far. Robbie Reyes? Robbie Reyes is so cool. He is real cool. Yeah. He is real cool. Uh, we've had a lot of people complaining uh, these last couple seasons about the Inhumans and Hydra. Uh, and I think we're still getting a lot of Inhuman stuff this season. Um, we got kind of a red herring as far as Inhumans. This week, we definitely this week. did. I knew from... The, I, as soon as that guy was on the screen, I was like, that's a watchdog. And yeah, then, I was like, that's And he was dogs. like, we are the Inhuman Resistance. And I was like, you are not the Inhuman Resistance. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they do, but I just don't think they're that organized yet. I don't know. The whole thing stank to me. <laughs> Stinks of dog shit. Get and, it? Uh, Get it? Like watchdogs <laughs> pooping everywhere. Stinks of watchdog shit. Yeah. Um, so th- not th- like the video game. Huge things have happened in these last two episodes. Yeah. Um. Yes, Robbie Reyes is awesome, and it's just kind of cool to have something a little different. Um. We're we're already touching. We're we're gonna have so many things touching on oh. the mystical. Oh, wait, I've got it. I've got it. Sorry. What, what do you got? They killed May. Okay, that was good. That was good. Okay, we'll put that, cut well, that out. And, sure, sure, and I will. Move it over. I will. No one will ever know this happened. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'll go three, two, one, and that'll be right in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the big, big thing, Shield is back out of the shadows. Yeah, Shield is back out of the shadows, and we've have we have Jeffrey Mace at the helm. Jeffrey yes, Mace was right. the third we Captain America. Talked about meeting the director yet? Yeah. Okay. See, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know that his his origin comes from the forties, like they said. Okay. Um, he was he was a news reporter uh, active during the time of Captain America, and was um, the Patriot was his was his name. He cool. didn't have any powers. He was just really good hand to hand and just kind of a, a great soldier, or whatever. And um, he wore his own little costume. Neat. He had um, he had a sidekick female. I can't remember her name for some reason. Uh, but he was he was just one of those Captain America style heroes without the Captain America serum. And eventually, after Spirit of seventy six died while wearing the Captain America uniform, he picked up the uniform and became Captain America for a little bit uh, until he retired. I think it was. Okay, cool. So that's um, that's his heroic past, I guess. But apparently, apparently he is uh, inhuman. In this, he's inhuman. Yeah, it's odd. I mean, I mean, they retooled his origin. Sure, obviously. yeah, his origin's all retooled in this. I, I think it's rad. I, I like that he has some some history with Marvel, but he doesn't. It sounds like they're not being beholden to that at all. Um, they kept saying that it sounds like he has some sort of PR history too. Like the public already knows his face. Yeah, because he was the third Captain America. In this world, obviously not. No, uh, I don't think so. Uh, but. 
he obviously had something. And I'm wondering if he was already an inhuman at that point. I don't know. Because it's, it, it, well, I don't, I don't think the public knows he's an inhuman because uh, it's, it sounded like uh, even. Well, it sounded like he was talking about his international dealings. Like my, you know, about my work. With policies internationally or something like that, I can't. Really, yeah, can't remember exactly. I, I need to said. rewatch that episode too. Um, I mean, lot, that was this week's episode. <laughs> oh, that was this week. Yeah, I know we, they talked a lot about him in in episode well, two. In episode two, they uh, they said, you know, it's a you're a face that the public knows. Yeah, and you know, somebody that's a hero, basically. Yeah, they called like they him a hero. To they alluded to him having been a hero in the past. Well, they did, but then they also the acted like about. it was a surprise that he had powers. Yeah, like the other the other staff members at Shield acted like they didn't know he had powers. Yeah, uh, which uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like it just seems like maybe he had a public face, and maybe since the uh, water, <laughs> since this whole water. Uh, has been infested with the serum he may have, or Terragenesis, he yeah. may have since then become an Inhuman, maybe? Maybe. Or maybe he was an Inhuman all the time. Maybe the he was, public does know. Maybe I don't know. he's a robot. Maybe. He could be a robot. Yeah. It's still possible. It's still possible. And he could just be leading on, like, oh, yeah, I'm an Inhuman. Yep. Inhuman. Yeah, Inhuman over here. Yep. <laughs> just an um, Inhuman. And I wonder if he hasn't, announced yet that he isn't inhuman when he will do that because he said they had a rollout plan to bring shield out of the shadows and one of the reasons they wanted him at the helm was because they wanted a friendly face for the inhumans so yeah that's cool that's all very cool um what do you think of these ghosties they're not ghosties they're out of phase they're kind of ghosties i think they're ghosties i don't know what to think of them man because like it's you know if somebody just kind of went straight from uh their current state into that ethereal state, you would think that they would still maintain what they look like, but these people look like they've kind of like decayed a bit, you know, kind of, it looks like they have like weird sort of, yeah, they look kind of paler and sort of like, like like kind of moldy chins and yeah, yeah. Ghostly. Yeah. They look ghostly. They do kind of look ghostly, which uh, is still the theory. Still the theory. It's still Thanks, the best Mac. theory. Mac has Thanks, Mac, Mac has presented the only plausible <laughs> theory. Uh, so yeah, we well, go. I mean, when you rule out the improbable, it's, you have to consider the impossible. That's right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then they killed May, like immediately after talking about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the killing May thing. That oh god, I was this so scared. Was made so well, and I love the fact that they're they they kill May. And they're supposed to shock her back to life. And then they, they two things, they tie it in to the other storyline that's going on, yep. which is nice. It's just like a nice little tie-in. Like that, the power going out didn't come out of nowhere. It just happens that right before they're about to shock her, the other storyline intersects theirs and like shuts the power down. And it's just such a like great defeated moment. Like she has the paddles and she's like, uh, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Right about that time, I was just like, oh my God, that is still happening. Oh no. Yeah. Oh God. So good. You don't kill your friends when there's rolling blackouts all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> Other times, it's okay to kill your friends. Yeah, noted. I'll, I'll remember that for all those times that I need to kill you. 
you're my friend <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got out of that <laughs> yeah yeah uh, man. and then um and then we kind of like i thought okay we got kind of the the slight reveal of of uh dr radcliffe's ada uh yeah you know we got her uh, her power core basically kind of put into play and um yeah i thought for sure that, that Gemma was, was just... gonna find her find out about ada yeah in this I, episode. Uh, I thought that she was just gonna walk out and like he was gonna have to bring her out and she was just gonna do some sort of finger touch shocking right like to get him back like to, a real et moment may back to life yeah yeah Something like that. Just be like, I came equipped with paddles in my hands. Yeah, but I'm assuming she wouldn't be able to be alive either. Like, her electronics would be all fried. No, no, no. He said it was magnetically shielded. Well, the uh, the power core is. Yeah. But not necessarily all of Ada, is all I'm saying. No, it has to be. <laughs> for any of it to work. Well, I mean, he doesn't use all of it. It he has just to uses be. The, he just uses the power the core. The heart. The, the heart of her beating green pulsing. I, like, I liked the green heart. I don't know. It that just, was a neat idea. It was nice. I um, like that they gave us the little bit of reveal on it. Like, oh, that's that's a thing that's happening right there. You can see it. And then it was like, oh, now, now I'm actually using it. That wasn't just a a weird thing that we put in. Yeah. It's a it's a legit thing that I have to use. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I think that was cool. So you want to do? Uh, you want to talk about a little bit of feedback? Yeah, let's bring um, drive this conversation. We have a ton of feedback from these episodes. God, I think. So I let's... love making car puns now in this car. <laughs> it's gonna drive our feedback. Drive the feedback. Uh, yep. Marco Margo said to us on Twitter: Lola versus Robbie's Charger match of the century. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, nope, no, nope. I would not really, wrong. I actually really would love to see that. Yeah, well, Lola can fly. Yeah, but that Charger. It's a it it runs hot. <laughs> it does run a little. I, hot. I really liked that exchange between um, the thugs and uh, and Daisy and Robbie. He's like, yeah, yeah, someone who can't take care of her. Maybe I'll uh, take her. I just really want to get a, a look under the hood. You know, does the double entendre. Oh, was it? I I couldn't tell. It was a pretty great double entendre. I, I couldn't I liked tell. It. I like when the thugs are clever. <laughs> makes it makes for a richer world. Rather than just thugs that are breaking windows for no yeah. reason. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, there you go. They called him Hot Wheels. Poor Gabe. <laughs> oh, Gabe. I don't know how I, how I feel about Gabe. Like He just jumps straight to the conclusion of Daisy's bad. She can't stay. Well, he doesn't know about his brother. Yeah. <laughs> like It's kind of... Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> his brother is the bad. Yeah, his brother. He is the one who knocks. Yeah, <laughs> his brother is the one who knocks. Yeah, and he doesn't know that. So he's thinking, "Oh, my innocent brother who works three jobs and like tries to keep food on the table stays out nights. You're ruining, you're ruining him or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> you corrupting him." Yeah. Uh, let's see. Nathaniel Muzzy said to us on Facebook, caught up and watched last night's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Pretty interesting. I like the Ghost Rider stuff, but the team being split up is kind of strange, though I'm sure they'll be back together. A lot of threads going. LMDs, Ghosts, Ghost Rider, the new director. But it'll take. Or I'll take it over the show just revolving around Inhumans. A solid B from me. You know, I, 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 it's definitely it's been a solid season so far. I haven't really minded them being split up so far. I feel like they're normally split up. I know normally we start with them together and end with them together, but that doesn't really 
I don't know. It doesn't add a ton to me. <laughs> it just it feels like this is the normal progression. Like when you make a, a an organization as big as Shield is, then yeah. it's natural for the people that are currently doing their individual things to start leading divisions. Yeah, like that's just the growth of a company. Yeah, that um, makes sense. And and we still get a lot of them together. But I but I I uh, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Been good so far. Mark Margo said to us on Twitter, uh, do you think Coulson surrendered Fury's toolbox to Director Mace? Hashtag Engines of Shield. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure, but I don't think so. And I think that if he had, that maybe he would have unlimited funding. You remember that whole conversation in episode two when uh <laughs> I don't have unlimited anonymous funding like you had. Yeah. And so I can't, I can't build the, the, the biggest plane ever and stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, he was living extravagant. <laughs> he was living large. Now, what I, what I find interesting, though, is that the director keeps harping on, like, this is what you would do if you were in my shoes. This is what you would do for if you were me. Yeah. This is what the director should do. Like, it, it's odd that he keeps kind of playing that card. Like you put me in this spot and this is what I have to do. Yeah. And it's, well, I, I get it. It's, and I think it all, it often does work on him. He's like, yeah, he's right. That is the best call. That's what I'd have to do if I were him. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I don't know if it's always true. Colson did some pretty questionable things. <laughs> yeah. If Colson was there, he might not be doing the right thing at all. <laughs> I know how much you like to take unauthorized trips. Yeah, it was good. That was a good one. He he just he burns him on on every little turn that he can, mm-hmm. and not even in like big burns. He's just kind of like jab, poke, jab, little, poke. little little pokey jab, little pokey jab, poking jab. Jason Smith said to us on Facebook, "Okay, reference Agents of Shield. Why are we calling him Ghost Rider? He doesn't ride anything. He drives a car. Ghost Rider fits much better, or Ghost Driver fits much better." If uh, if they wanted to keep the name Ryder, put him in a motorcycle like the original version. Yes, I have the same problem with the comic book version. Despite that, I am enjoying the episode so far. I think that the Ghost Rider refers to the spirit of vengeance that is riding along with the person. Like, like uh, have you ever have you Dexter's Dark Passenger? Exactly, Dexter's Dark Passenger is exactly what I was going to say. Uh, that's what I take from it. It's like the spirit of vengeance is like his. That is the Ghost Rider. I think it's for marketing. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> but like, I, I when just the, when the character came out as like, oh, this is a thing similar to Ghost Rider. Well, maybe we should just say that he's one of the Ghost Riders, and that the Ghost Riders can turn whatever into a steed of right, right, fury and vengeance. Yeah, it's just the modern steed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm I'm okay with it. I, I don't really care about the name it's semantics it's yeah i would just say that that's the name of the spirit yeah not the name of the person and that it is riding technically (laughs) along with him as he does his things i'm gonna ride with you okay we're gonna kill some people if you want to go and take a ride with me i'll turn my head into flames and kill some fools oh why must i lead this life because i sold my soul (laughs) hey i sold my soul (laughs) (laughs) Why do we do this? Sorry. sorry. We're so professional. Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 1, liking Ghost Rider, already not liking the new director, even though they haven't shown him yet. Keeping the core group apart and not letting Yo-Yo work with Mac, these are bad moves. 
I don't know. The, uh, it turns out uh, Mac and Yo-Yo aren't really feeling each other as much this last episode. There's nothing else between them. <laughs> mm. That was heartbreaking. That was. Like, she wants it. You can tell. She wants to uh, come and take a ride with Mac. <laughs> Three gun shot, uh, shotgun axes on the floor. Uh, <laughs> <What>? Something. <laughs> shotgun axe. Right? I like that we got to see the shotgun axe kind of repeatedly. Oh, and yeah. then in this episode, we didn't. I was upset about that. I love that he actually manufactured a shotgun axe. Yeah. Because, like, I think it was... What? Like... Was it this early, late last season? Or early this? It was late last season when he just like came up with the shotgun axe on the fly or something, and he was like defending his home. Did he like make a shotgun axe? No, it was in the it was in the beginning of the third season when he was like, "I miss my axe," mm-hmm. and at one point he was like, "I wish I had a shotgun or an axe or a shotgun axe." Yeah, that was in second or third season, but um. He said he misses his axe in the in the um, beginning, I think it was, of season three. And then when he was with his brother defending his home, he, yeah. he got the butcher knife and, like, taped it to the shotgun. Like, duct taped it to the shotgun and was like, shotgun axe. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but th- now so he, he actually has one that he, of, like, he kind actually of fabricated in, like, a it. shop or something. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm betting Turbo made it for him. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Jeffrey James said to us on Facebook, spoiler alert for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 1. I can't hear the name Quake without thinking that another superhero named Quisp will show up. I can't watch Yo-Yo without wondering if whether she was Jewish rather than Latina, she'd be called Oi Oi. <laughs> I can't look at Ada without wondering whether she's about to break into a nasty fake medieval song. Jokes aside, great episode and a great start to a new season. <sighs> it's too much. Yeah, that's, too that's much. good. That's, I like it. That's silly. You're silly. Oi, oi. I don't know James. what he's referencing with the medieval song. Oh, yeah, it's because Ada was in Gallivant. Or the, oh, the lady who plays gotcha. Ada. I haven't seen that. Was in Gallivant. Haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't. I haven't either. It it looked um, like uh it was going to be a lot big comedy event though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sebastian James Berguglio said to us, Hey guys, I'm not sure if this idea was touched on during last season, but I think I found a Civil War Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tie-in. Maybe. Remember that episode where Gideon Malik crushed a guy's skull with that exosuit thing after purchasing the company that developed it? Is that possibly the origin of where Rumlow got his crossbones battle suit in Civil War? Possibly from some Hydra contingency. Hmm. It's a bit of a stretch, but that suit literally did nothing else in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after that piece, or that set piece. So, if not, it was kind of a pointless thing to add. I mean, I thought it was kind of a cool thing that Crossbones has this exosuit. Uh, but yeah, it definitely uh, similar tech. We had someone else bring up the fact that uh, that tech was similar to the tech they used at the end of the movie um, <laughs> when Rhodey's trying to walk again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's interesting that that's the second feedback we've gotten about that exosuit tying into Civil War. It could be, could be. It happened around the same time. I yeah. really, it would be amazing though if they had put that name of that company on like the side or something. That name, the name of that company though, was mentioned in the WHIH news feeds 
like the news tickers. That's right. It was before the release of the movie. It was, which is still not being in the movie. They, they're, they're, they're really toying with the fact that the the television universe exists, and so they're going to like mention it even in promotional materials like the WHIH news things, but still they aren't doing it in the movie itself, <laughs> which is I think what everyone's like. Come on, what are you doing? Why why aren't we doing that? <laughs> Come on, you promised us a thing, and then you're not delivering. I get it. Not everyone's seen all of it, but you know you don't have to. You can really do subtle things, and we'll be happy. Like we're not we're not asking them to like have a plot hinge on like Daisy showing up for one scene and rescuing everyone or something like. Yeah. And all the movie watchers be like, "Who was that? Who was that?" Although that worked for Wonder Woman, you know, yeah. <laughs> everyone was like. She was the highlight of that movie. That character that barely said anything and showed up and just kicked ass for a scene. Like, that well, was awesome. I mean, when the rest of it was not very good. <laughs> wasn't trying to go there. I'm sorry. Wasn't trying to go there. I know. Yeah, but she was. She was literally, like, the she was favorite great. part of a lot of people. A lot of people said she was the best thing in there. Experience. I, I thought she was fine. I do think the trailers for Wonder Woman look awesome. Yeah, they do. Look, They look really bad. Did you see the uh, the featurette? Um, that happened no. at NYCC for Justice League. Uh, no, I didn't. Oh my goodness, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, like spinning his trident around his shoulders, uh-huh. looks awesome. And then he drops it, like he screws oh, up yeah. the flip, and he drops it, and he's just like, ah, and like puts his hands up and like starts doing karate moves and like kicks, and he's just like, Rah! just like he's about to run in barefisted, like reaches over and grabs Wonder Woman's sword out of her sheath, yanks it out, and just runs forward, <laughs> and they die laughing around him. It was so good. That's great. I thought it was hilarious. Anyway, I like Jason Momoa a lot. I've been a fan of his since Stargate. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. God, throwback. Stargate Atlantis. He was, he was a character on Stargate Atlantis that I really liked. And then he was on, uh, oh, gosh. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, which I liked him a lot. And now he's going to be in this. And all of them he plays like a, he seems like a similar character. All three, like the stoic, tough, like hard to get to know, but probably a hero un- under everything. Sort of wild, sort of out of... uh uh, n- not very ta- not very uh civilized in, yeah. in any of the three. It's just super fun. I'm I'm excited. I think he's perfect for that. Yeah, I mean he looks the part. Uh, let's see. Omar Amalia said to us on Facebook, "I'm calling it now. New director is Nick Fury Senior. Makes the whole LMD subject much more relevant. New director 2016. Missed you guys. Peace and love. Omar like Simpsons Homer. It's been a while." <laughs> Oh, uh, well, uh, I'm sorry we read that so late. <laughs> we we must have gotten it after that first episode. Yeah, I uh, think a lot of these are coming in from after the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't have a second episode. Yep. We would only be one week behind getting some of this feedback in, but uh, <laughs> instead of, because of Hydra attacks, we're two weeks behind. Yeah. Boo yeah. us. Yeah, we're not very good. <laughs> we're not very good at what we do. Omar Amalia followed up saying, Loving Luke Cage and always happy to have MCU cast every day. Exclamation mark times three. Did you see Iron Fist has an air date? March 17th, 2017. It's so close. Also, two new TV spots for Doctor Strange. I can't breathe. Uh, link for all episode designs in the comments with one from JJ that I missed. Oh, yeah. You guys need to check those out. Those are awesome. Omer does uh, does TV or wow, T-shirt. TV episode T-shirts, like one for each of the 
episodes of the Netflix stuff a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, I think all of the Netflix stuff almost. He's done an, a, a t-shirt for every episode. And some of them are awesome. I wish he would put them up somewhere because I'd probably buy them. Like, make them available for purchase for me. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Oh, man, you know what would be really cool? What's that? If we incorporated that into the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, get, get, get uh, Omer to design some shirts. Omer. Omer. Sorry. Sorry, Omer. God. How dare you? He just told you how to say his name. <laughs> Russell Matthews first said to us on Facebook, have you guys seen the Doctor Strange TV spot number 11 yet? <laughs> Watch number 12, too. They play off each other with one having forward dialogue and footage with reverse dialogue, or reverse background dialogue, and the other way around for the one after it. Anyways, with it focusing so heavy on time, as we pretty much know the time gem will be a thing in this movie, uh, one thing I hope to see is if Doctor Strange learns what the time gem does and how to use it, will he want to reverse time before the accident since it did ruin his life but made him into the man we know today? That would be so good for character development it's not even funny. Hope to see a scene like that in the film. It would totally fit and be exciting to witness. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? I Have you have you seen the spot number 11? I haven't. It's it's like a bunch of reverse dialogue, and you hear, and the the only only word you hear over and over is they keep going time, 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 hmm. and it shows like all kinds of weird imagery and just the word time over and over. Um, it is really cool, huh. I, and I wanted to, and again because my computer was down, I couldn't do this. I wanted to download it and reverse it. And see what all the backwards dialogue is. Uh, sure, someone's done it online somewhere, but I really thought that'd be fun. Fun to talk talk about yeah. what those actual words are. I'll try to do that before next week because now that I have a computer again, <laughs> now that you can, mm-hmm. there it is. Uh, Dre Thompson says it was on Facebook. Am I the only one hoping for a Luke Cage promo event? Coffee with Misty. <laughs> I don't think they can do that. I think. Uh, I think that's called prostitution. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Oh man Uh, Let's see Robert T. Frost said to us on Facebook I hope this turns into an ongoing trend And that ABC is good with postponed viewership Talking specifically about uh, The season 4 premiere getting A huge ratings bump from delayed viewings Like the the Hulus and the 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 Rokus And the the DVRs (laughs) And the newfangled technology Yeah man But uh, a lot of people go back and watch it after the fact. Now, like, there's a Day Plus 3 and a Day Plus 7 rating system. Uh, Day Plus 3 got huge jumps. So uh, people love the show. They're just not willing to watch it after bedtime. And and no one's watching anything on TV anymore. That's true. It's like, I don't don't watch anything when it comes on. I mean, every once in a while, I'll catch a Walking Dead or a... Uh, Game of Thrones. Those are like the two shows. Yeah, like, my Sunday nights, and that's partially because it's Sunday night. Like it's 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 my off day, and I'm like, you know, it'd be fun actually watch something while the rest of the world watches it. <laughs> Being current on some content. But I don't watch anything else. I, part of it is I don't, I don't even, even have really, cable. I don't either. I don't have cable or an antenna set up. Like, uh, my TV has like an internal antenna that sometimes gets AMC. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what better channel to just randomly pick up? Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's great, it's and good. I and I have like uh, HBO now, and so that's how I watch all my content. Like, yeah, it's just all on the on the web, guys. I think I think there's something to it. I think the internet's sticking around. <laughs> there's something to this internet thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Matthew Ryan Cronin said to us on Facebook on the internet, 
I know y'all don't know this, being from Bama, but Garfield High, as Daisy mentions, is a real school in L.A. Cool little Easter egg for people from Cali. Oh, that's fun. It's true. It's true. That is fun. Uh, let's see. Brian Keegan said to us on Facebook, Guys, do you think it's a coincidence that the ghost that touched May is making people look exactly like the new villain in Doctor Strange? Something is afoot! Huh. Also, the new director being an Inhuman is pretty interesting. I'm not sure that it makes sense. Uh, Isn't putting a powered person in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. a little risky when you're trying to rebuild credibility in the eyes of the human government? I'm digging the idea of it, just not sure why it was agreed upon to give all of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s secrets to someone that not a lot of people in the MCU world trust. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So the first thing I do those do those do look strangely like the things from uh from Doctor Strange the 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 ghosty people yeah uh but the things from Doctor Strange eyes. have a little more purpley crackle eyes yeah it's like energy crackle eyes yeah it's more energy and purple those are more like dead eyes so so they're close I definitely see what you're saying it looks like the exorcism of Emily Rose basically I've never seen that get out no, I'm not a big horror guy that's fair. But uh, but it's pretty good. I yeah, cool. I might check it out sometime. No, you won't. I've heard it's good. I've heard good things. You won't. Um, and I think I, it's like the director said on tonight's episode. He said they have a very specific rollout plan, and I think the information that he's an inhuman is one thing, and the information that the shield is again is happening again is another thing. And I think like they're gonna roll. They they plan to roll those pieces of information out in such a way that it. Would 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 be appealing to the world that hey look you can trust me look look I just saved like even if they did it after this episode he just completed saving the world from this what what you think is an inhuman threat and uh, it's a little more credible if he stands up and goes yeah we stopped it we're shield by the way I'm an inhuman all inhumans are not evil we're just people like anyone else you know yeah <clears throat> it seems to uh, seems to be the thing though for. Especially with TV, for um, somebody who is an inhuman or a you know part of the feared group to say, yeah, they're people too, and then everybody would be like, no, they're not. Yeah, that's the other thing. I think I think we could get a, a upcoming episode where everyone does turn on him because they find out he's an inhuman, yeah, or whatever. Uh, if they find out or if they don't already know. We we just don't know what the public knows about him. Yeah, and I mean, we've already gotten two of those reactions so far. You know, Gabe is just like, I'll, I'll keep your secret, but you can't be here. And then, like, the uh, the bride in yeah. L.A. Yeah, I didn't get that that was because she was a human, though. I got that with the, that was, uh, the Daisy one, the Gabe and Daisy thing. I got that that was because she'd been robbing banks and was <laughs> yeah. all over the news. Quake's like, public enemy number one and so I don't think he just doesn't want his brother involved with like an outlaw Maybe. is how I took that not that just the fact that she's an inhuman because he even says she says inhumans are people like anyone else blah 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 and he's like that's cool I don't have a problem with you I'll keep your secret but you gotta get away from my brother because you're bad for him you have to leave because you're one of those nasty inhumans that are gonna infect me yeah I didn't take that that way but no I didn't either. But he even said uh, when she said they're just people that are hating them because they're different, and he said, "I get that. Yeah. I've, I've been there. I know that um, life, bro. Yeah, I'm part robot. Can't you tell <laughs> from the waist down? Robot. I don't know if that's robot. It's a very manual robot. <laughs> I don't, I, again, He's handicapped. I don't know if that's robot. He has 
I think that's just those are just, just, that's in a just a wheelchair, man. <laughs> I keep wanting it to be something good. Anyway, Joe Sanders said to us on Facebook. Uh, okay. Oh, he should get the Ghost Rider spirit, and he should be in a wheelchair, <laughs> like the fiery wheels. <sighs> wow. What? Wow. That sounds cool. <laughs> wow. That's not what Joe Sanders said, guys. No, that's not what Joe, that's not what Joe Sanders said at all. Uh, Joe Sanders said, I was all like, Dion, is the new director actually a robot? <laughs> I like how he, he said it like so disbelief. Like, damn, could Jeff be right about something for once? What do you mean for once? <laughs> I have nailed like two other predictions. Yeah, you did. You did. I'm just teasing. Uh, but no, no, out yeah. of like five hundred, he but still. doesn't seem like he's a robot at this point. Probably inhuman. I really want him to be a robot, but he could be. He could be a robot, and it could all just be a big misdirect, a big sham. <laughs> it's all a sham. All a sham. A sham. Wow. I was gonna say wow. <laughs> God, that's a spectacular <sighs> sham. A sham. Wow. It's kind of a wow of a sham. Anyway, Joe Sanders uh, continued saying, anybody else hoping Daisy's going to ride the rider? Uh, yeah. How, how do you respond to that? Get it, Daisy. <laughs> I mean, we already saw her butt. We did. And you, you talked about how much you like Robbie. Robbie you know, is cool. You know you want this for her. I, I might. I might. She needs it. <laughs> she needs it after Lincoln. Yeah, she needs a rebound. And what better than a vengeance than a vengeance demon? What better than a vengeance demon? Oh man. Oh, that's good. That's good shit. Jeffrey James said to us on Facebook, Agents of Shield season four, episode two. Spoiler alert. I think you guys have called it right. Even though he claims to be an inhuman, I think the director's a robot. And he certainly has a Mr. Dynamic flavor to him. Uh, the dark tone of the new season of, is a vast improvement, and giving the ghosts some scientific reasoning keeps it from being too supernatural. Although, Ghost Rider, who knows? Daisy riding on the car hood was trite. Uh, we've seen that scene too many times. Also, falling off the hood onto the pavement isn't a get up and I'm fine except for my already broken arm experience. They should have uh, they should have had her quake cushion the blow. Although, I suppose we can add that as headcanon. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to say. You were reading it in mid... I was like, maybe she quaked. Oh, he, yeah, he thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I can justify it in my head. There's so It's so so good, so easy to justify everything as a fan, you know? Yeah, when you like the thing, it's... it's oh, no, no, it's fine, because this thing... Yeah, it's totally possible that never would confirmed. <laughs> totally possible. Yeah, it's it's see, because, you, you know, we make it work. Omar Amalia said to us, you guys being late means I might get a comment in. So my Fury theory fell out. Yay, Captain Patriot is the new director. Poor May. I'm a little bummed they're playing with the Robbie Reyes character for design and story. They could have saved a little bit of cash on having his skull more like a mask as to his comics look. And he didn't really make or he didn't really make the deal unlike other writers. Waiting to see it unfold. Peace and love, Omer. Well, I think I don't I don't know much about the uh, vengeance scene, but I think he did make a deal for his soul. Uh, not in the comics. He just kind of it just it took him up. It was just like you know uh, what? You're oh, dying. not in the comics. Yeah. But it, but I thought he was saying not on the show. No, yeah, in the show he's all about I made this deal. I did this thing. I made this deal. I sold my soul. Got a settled score. Mm-hmm. And then in the comics, it was just kind of like, all right, spirit of vengeance. Guys dying. Let's scoop him up and make him a ghost rider. All right. Okay. Interesting. 
Well, not Spirit of Vengeance, technically, because anyway, uh, Satanic Murderer Spirit. <laughs> this guy's dying. Satanic Murderer Spirit. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like serial it. murderer. Uh, Levi said to us on Twitter, Adams, you cast. Did y'all hear the continuity on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. speaking about Cap going AWOL? I didn't hear that. Was that on the episode? Yeah, it was on episode two. Uh, Director Mace mentioned uh, how Captain America, or no, Steve Rogers went AWOL. Oh, that's right. That's right. I did I did catch that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And he was. that's why he was saying they needed a public face that the people would trust. Yep. Because Cap is no longer part of S.H.I.E.L.D., and oh, ho, 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 ho. Uh, ho, ho, ho. What? what? Cap dropped the shield, right? Uh, yes. Cap dropped the shield, and he put it down. He put, he put that persona away. He he put that down so that somebody else can pick it up. Right. So you think that Mace might be the new Captain America? I don't know. He might. Could be. be. Could be. It's possible. Oh, what if he? What if he gets the shield in Shield? What if the director of Shield has a shield? I, I, and as Captain America. I think he definitely should. I mean, uh, Colson had one. <laughs> yeah, he did. And it looked awesome. It looked awesome. It did look awesome. <laughs> I loved in uh, in this episode with the uh, the EMP going off, Colson's hand not working. Oh, yeah, that was great. A little help here. <laughs> little help. He's stuck to the steering wheel. Stuck to the steering wheel. Uh, Dre Thompson said to us on Facebook, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spoiler, it's kind of annoying that the assumption for people with powers is that they're inhuman when there are known enhanced people in the movies and in season one of the show. Aside from that, I love the episode. We got to actually see Yo-Yo run for the first time in a while. Plus, expanding the watchdogs is a nice touch. The senator being behind them was predictable, but I'd like to see where it goes. Um... Was that the cinder at the end? Yes. Oh. Who uh, was saying goodbye to a cocoon, basically. Yeah. Who's Which in the cocoon? Creepy. Like, did they die in the cocoon? Well, we, we've talked about it before in the past in the books. I think the longer someone's in Terrigenesis, the further they go. Sometimes that, That's something we've discussed in the past. I don't know if it's true in this world. I don't know. Um, we don't really have a timetable. We just know that Daisy came out of hers real fast. And so did Reyna. Yeah. They went through Terragenesis real quickly. But we don't know. Maybe other people last longer. Maybe the ones that are getting it through the water last longer because it's a, uh, it's they're taking it in differently. We, yeah. we really don't know. Who knows? Uh, up until now, we haven't really seen anyone else go through it except for uh, most everyone we've seen has been just like, oh, there's those, there's broken cocoon all over the floor or whatever. Yeah. Where's Joey? Where's Joey? Where's yeah. Joey? Where where did he live? Where do they where do they drop him? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't either. Bye, Joey. He's probably there, wherever it was they dropped him. Yeah, probably so. That's where he is. That is likely. I'm, I'm wherever you I, go, there you are. <laughs> I'm glad I know that. <laughs> Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, "This season of Agents of Shield had been, had been, has been really good about showing the negative repercussions of the Accords, like making it easier for anybody, good or bad, to track the Inhumans." Yeah, I loved that. 
I loved that. Uh, I mean, it was it was very much the the big moment of this episode to find out that someone has the information that shouldn't. It's yeah, in the wrong I mean, hands. It's it's a classic thing. Like you create a you create a weapon or a list or a whatever, and then it gets in the wrong hands, and then it leads to bad things. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the thing that that Cap wanted to avoid because he knew this would happen. Yeah. And I mean that in the comics, the, when the superhero registration act went into place, like this is exactly what happened. This is the kind of thing that, that happens. You can't just go throwing indexes around and, and expect it to just be a hunky dory. Well, an index is what shield had. This is a I know. registration. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Cause it's kind of like kind of the same thing. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of exactly like, the same thing. It seems like this, uh, registration though is a little more public. Because that's the thing; it's not just Shield that has it. Although, not that that would uh, well, prevent. They this. said that they're not the only uh, agency that has right. it. Right, right, right. So we got an email uh, from Superhero Ethics saying, "Hey guys, I've been a huge fan of your podcast for a while now, and I wanted to say a big thank you for all that you do." As I kept seeing promos for the new season of Shield, I realized I wasn't just excited for the show; I was excited for you guys to dig into it, and you did not disappoint. I'm really excited to see where they go with the new director, and I hope you're right. It's not just a flat-out villain. Ever since Fury started playing with the Tesseract, there has been this wonderful tension around S.H.I.E.L.D. about what is the best way for it to protect Earth from the monsters when it has the potential itself to be a monster. I'm really Mm. looking forward to that in this season, and I think the director will be a key part of that. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to say thank you because you guys were a big inspiration for the blog slash podcast I launched recently, www.superheroethics.com. I focus on the ethical questions raised by the movies and TV shows you guys talk about, along with DC and related ones, everything from Team team Cap Cap versus Team Tony, and to uh, whether Amanda Waller is right. Well, obviously that one's a no. Amanda (laughs) Waller was definitely not right. (laughs) To what human government should or shouldn't be doing in the world of superpowers. I'm sure you guys get swamped with things like this, but if you have a moment to check it out, I think it's something you might really enjoy. Cool. In particular, this podcast episode, Link, where we discuss vengeance as a motivator for characters like Daredevil and Punisher and El Mariachi from Desperado, uh, not very well known, but basically comic book movie, and this blog post about, I'm sorry, this blog post, Link, about ethical questions for the new season of S.H.I.E.L.D. I hope you enjoy it, and either way, thanks for all that you guys do. You make it fun to be a fan. Well, thank you so much, Matthew. Thank you very, very much. Uh, we're we're glad you're out there listening, and I will absolutely check out that podcast. I'm a big podcast listener, um, so I always check out all the podcasts. I mean, if we're going to discuss vengeance as a motivator, we have to address Ghost Rider. Oh, for sure. I mean, obviously. It's the obvious thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his entire shtick. So, it is his shtick. I don't know if it's called shtick, but... No, it's a shtick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that actually sounds like a really great idea for a podcast. That I, is, I'm though, excited. It, it really just it kind of like it begs the all it all of these things beg the questions that need to be asked on that kind of show. That's the kind of show that like it sounds like you put some work into, you know? Yeah, and you, you actually know, like act like think a professional, up, think up concepts for the show. Like yeah. he's talking about, he's like, is that like actual probably plans, takes notes, plans and notes and thoughts? I really, I look forward to listening to that. <laughs> That's like that's like the that kind sounds of thing like we, good content kind of right thing there. We can learn from. <laughs> you should take notes on the way that he takes notes. 
Yeah, I should. That's cool. I'm going to check out that podcast this week. Superhero Ethics. Superheroethics.com. Um, who was it? Was it Jeffrey James who sent us the thing about the ethics of Captain America? Was that? Or was that someone else? I don't know. Someone sent us a, a, a recommendation to read a book called The Ethics of Captain America, and I have been meaning to to buy that and check it out. I'm a really slow reader because my life is just like constantly, I'm constantly either in the car or on stage. Like that's that's my entire life. And then the rare occasion when I have a day off, I just pretty much sleep. <laughs> or podcast. Or podcast all day. Yeah, so none of my activities go well with reading until driverless cars come out, and then I will become a reader again. Oh, right? Wow, driverless you cars. You could just Uber everywhere, reading the back. Well, I don't. Um, if I Ubered everywhere, it'd be pretty expensive. Maybe. <laughs> I'm always like off to Atlanta or off to, and always driving three or four hours away. <laughs> you, just, you order an Uber, like I need to go to Atlanta. Like, no, <laughs> no. It's so funny. Like I always see that in the movies, like a cabbie. I just need you to take me to New York City. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I get off in two hours. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll drop you off in an hour so I can yeah. go home. Yeah. I uh, I think that's all the feedback related to uh, this content. Yeah. I think that's Every... all we got for tonight. Holy crap. That's a, a pretty pretty tight episode for, for, uh, for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with feedback. Normally we... Uh... We we tend to droll on. We tend to droll and droll. We we kept that to a tight an hour and a half. Oh man, we're like professionals. Should we continue talking? It's like we took notes. No, let's keep talking. No, no, uh, let's let's complete this so we can do an episode of Luke Cage tonight. So we have something to put out tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We love you. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, we're back. I not only got a new computer. Uh, yeah, we can't talk a minute because anyone who doesn't care can hang up on us now. Because uh, <laughs> that's how podcasts work, right? You have to hang up. Yeah, yeah. You hang uh, up the phone. Yeah. Um, God. The uh, uh, not only did I get a new computer, but I took my computer in to. So it's, I wouldn't have done this if it was an, if it was a new computer because I don't. I feel like a new computer I would only take to like an authorized Mac fixer place. Because, you know, it's expensive and new. But yeah. my computer's like six years old now. It's like an older Mac. Had it for a lot of years. I took it over to... I looked up Mac Repair. And I just went to the closest place and I was that, that wasn't a preferred Apple place because those preferred Apple places are expensive. And I was like, how much would it cost to get the data off this hard drive? And they were like, 50 bucks. I was like, <laughs> that's great. That's a steal. I'll do that. And I was like... Uh, and so what's the problem? And they, they diagnosed, diagnosed it and it was a, uh, it's just the hard drive went bad on my old one. Oh, good. That's all it is. So all I need is a new hard drive. Oh, good. But that's so, where the data is. Well, yeah, but they, they, they did say they can get the data off. So as of this afternoon, the data, <laughs> the data transfer had 10 hours left. Oh God. I have a terabyte and the da- and the hard drive's fucked up, so it's like slowly removing a terabyte from my hard drive. But it sounds like so far they haven't had problems getting it off, which is awesome. So we'll get those lost Luke Cage episodes back tomorrow, hopefully. But after all of that, um they're gonna replace the hard drive and I was like, How much would it cost to get an SSD drive? Um and so I got a solid state drive put in there and it was only like 
a hundred bucks to get a solid state drive put in. Mm-hmm. It's going to be short, so a smaller drive. It's not going to be a terabyte. It's like five twelve, but like I don't really need this. This is like my backup computer now. Um, but I got a SSD drive put in there, and I was like, while you have the screen open, how much would it cost to max out my RAM? <laughs> and it was only like another hundred bucks. And I was like, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so for like two fifty, which sounds crazy cheap to me. I upgraded my old computer to almost the speed of my new computer. <laughs> I basically maxed out my old computer with RAM and with uh, a faster hard drive, and it's going to be really great. I'm very excited. Cool. And it's going to be a new hard drive, so it won't be so chunky and old. And yeah. It was just real old. But it's like it's like it's going to get new life. Any, oh, I didn't even explain where I took it. I took it to this place that the, the my Google led me to, and it was in a gas station. Oh, that's always a good sign. <laughs> right? That's the best first sign. It was a, a I break it, you fix it place, which is those places in the mall that you take your phone when you have a cracked screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently they do Mac repair, though. Oh, that's random. And I was like, okay, I'll ask. And they were like, yeah, we can do that. And everything I asked them was like, yeah, I can do that. I just put new RAM in it. Sure, no problem. And it, and the prices were like... Reasonable. Like a hundred dollars to put to max out the RAM is the cost of the RAM on Amazon. Like I can't do it at home that cheap, and they're gonna cut my screen off basically for free and put all the stuff in it. It's a really great deal. Yeah. Anyway, so for like two hundred fifty bucks, I upgraded my old computer to be almost as fast as my new computer, and so now we'll have two badass recording machines, and we shouldn't have to miss episodes because of. Uh, and now you say that. Hydra anymore. Yeah, we won't have to miss episodes because of hardware failure. Yeah, that's all I mean. I mean, we, we, this, this week we're this still been... terrible at planning, though. <laughs> hey, we put out an episode almost every time we plan to all year except the summer. <laughs> summer, we got a little loosey-goosey with our every two weeks and did every three weeks, some weeks, every two weeks, other weeks. You know, we were a little loosey-goosey in the summer. But normally, when, when we, we have not missed an age. Last week was the only episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. we've missed since Season 2 started. Oh, yeah, since Season 2 started. Okay. I thought you I thought you were saying like since the season started. I'm like, that, it was the second episode, Matt. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? We have done every episode of everything Marvel has done since Season 2 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started. Whew. That's a great run. We missed one episode. We're all right. We'll keep it moving. We're going to get Luke Cage out this week. It was just a small hardware failure. I feel you say we're bad at planning, but we have done a pretty good job. Pat myself on the back. Pat ourselves on the back. Okay. I like it. Good job, Jeff. Thank you. Good job, Matt. Thanks. Until next time, true believers. But 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 but